Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yesterday, when you hear a president say that, the president of a university that has a brand is a part of the conference that you care about. Yikes, right? I mean, sometimes it, it, it can be that simple. But the more I think about it, the more I think uh, we need to we need to talk to Rick, right? We need to talk to Florida State because I don't think they're they're getting the full situation. I think they aren't letting themselves believe that money ain't the problem. Florida State has all these big demands. We need money. We need a different revenue split. We need money. We need to keep up with these big money, money, money. And I'm going money ain't the problem. Florida State doesn't want to admit that the money they have, they aren't spending well. They don't want to admit that they aren't running a good program and money doesn't fix that. And it's like anything else. You can keep throwing money at a problem. If you don't know how to fix it, you're wasting money. Let me ask you this, okay? It is it is a very, very basic, logical uh, s- series of questions or series of statements that ends in a question. Mm-hmm. We learned yesterday that Florida State, their board of trustees, their president, uh, they are either under the impression, they, well, they've given kind of two options. They're going to get more money from the ACC or they're going to leave the ACC. That's, that's what they said because they need to compete with other conferences that are giving their, their teams more money, their, their athletic programs more money. So basically they're saying if you have more money, you should be able to dominate teams with less money, right? They, they, they can't compete with the fat stack teams because they don't have a fat stack of cash. Theoretically. That's just the, the gist. And then, uh, according to, to Luke DeCock of the News and Observer, Florida State has the largest athletic budget of any public school in the ACC. Hmm. So if, if they need money to compete with the teams that have more money, the logic would say that you should win if you have the most money. They have the most money in the ACC. The question I present is, why aren't they winning the ACC every year? Right? If you can't compete with Florida, or you can't compete with Georgia, or you can't compete with these other teams because they have more cash, then why is Wake Forest able to compete with you? Because you have significantly more cash. Mm-hmm. And you've lost to Wake Forest the last three times you've played them. Over the last six years, Wake Forest has ten more wins than you do as a program. What where's where's this adding up? And and for reference, Wake Forest is the smallest power five school. Yeah. Florida State doesn't want to admit that they aren't very good at putting together good football teams anymore. So instead, they're crying about the budget. It's the same, and this is the, the analogy I've settled on. It's the same as a golfer who is in a match play. You're playing one-on-one against a better golfer than you, right? I'll even use myself as an example. I'm not a great golfer. Some might say bad. If I'm playing against a good golfer, 
And then instead of just saying, oh, they're better than me or they're playing better than me or they're making better shots than me, I say, well, I can't compete with you. You have nice, nicer clubs than me. And then you need somebody who cares about you to look you in the face and say, no, they're just better than you. Don't go spend all the money on nicer clubs. Don't go get fitted professionally. Don't go buy the, the latest uh, uh, training devices. They're just better than you, right? Work on your game. Florida State saying, oh, we need more money. I'm going, no. The other teams are just better than you. Work on your game. If, if money was the problem, you would only lose to teams that are more rich than you. Instead, you're losing pretty consistently to, to the Wake Forests and the NC States of the world, and, and they don't have your budget. Now, the interesting part is it doesn't just affect them. right? No. I, I can sit here and make fun of Florida State's success level all day. Or lack of. And that's a better way to put it, their their failure level, uh, which which would be fun and it would be interesting and I think it tracks here. It's important here, but also what they say impacts the schools in this. It impacts everyone in the ACC and indirectly everyone in the entire country when it comes to college sports. So Bubba Cunningham, the the North Carolina athletic director, was on Adam Gold's show right before this one and uh, had this to say on Florida State wanting to leave the ACC. If they want to leave, then you know that's going to be their choice. But there are certain obligations that they do have. We have an exit fee and we have a grant of rights. Mm -hmm. I believe that the ACC is a great league. It's been a great league for a long time. Their frustration about the money, everyone would like to have more money and everyone would like to win more. But we're in, a, we're in an outstanding league. And if last I checked, the ACC won nine national championships last year, more than any other league in the country. So we're doing something right. Now, I don't think it take, I don't think you have to have the most money to win the most games. And I think we've demonstrated that over, over the years. Now, again, I do think that um, they have decisions that they need to make. It may or may not have an impact on us. But again, what we're trying to do at Carolina is make the ACC the best it can possibly be. That's noble right when one school is trying to make the conference the best it can possibly be that's noble florida state is not in that path no they're not florida state is not interested in making the acc as good as it possibly can be florida state's in it to make florida state as good as it possibly can be their lack of winning also doesn't make acc as good as it possibly can be very true oh you're supposed to be a prominent brand that everybody is you're 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 carrying them on your shoulders it's like well then you have to be the one to go battle against the big schools and and you know being under 500 doesn't help bubba cunningham continued on his uh reaction to what's going on in florida state i think it's good for college athletics to have four five or even six conferences nationally i think the consolidation is not good long term i think that the number of opportunities that we can offer we need to stay strong and have as many opportunities for kids to play and get an education. Those things haven't changed for me. Now, right. what they want to do and how they want to go about doing their business, that is their business, but it does have an impact on us. And quite frankly, I don't think it's good for our league for them to be out there barking like that. And I'd rather see them, you know, be a good member of the league and support the league. And if they have to make a decision, then, then so be it. Pay for the grant or pay for the exit fee, wait for your grant of rights that you've given <laughs> And then when in 2036, when those rights return to you, do whatever you want. Correct me if I'm wrong here, Dennis. When somebody says out there barking like that. Yep. 
do you get a vibe that there's there's a little indication that they don't have a bite? Oh yeah, right. Because because the whole all bark no bite. It's when they're out there barking like that. That tells me they're they're yapping, but they don't have. There's nothing they can do. And then to go right into the grant of rights talk, it's like you can bark. It's not good to be barking, right? Cause, but the bite would be you're gonna have to pay a whole boatload of money, and and then you can leave. I think Florida State's all bark, no bite at this point in time. And yep. and, and that's a, essentially what, what Bubba Cunningham just said, right? If you want to leave, leave. Here's the, the, the contract that we've all signed, and there is a way out. It's through millions and millions and millions of dollars paid from you to us, right? Make the checkout to cash and be on your way. Yeah, exactly. Rick McCullough, Florida State president on ACC Revenue. We are seeing uh, large media uh, 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 deals that have been made with uh, places like the Big Ten and the SEC, which in many ways are creating, maybe it's an exaggeration, but an existential crisis perhaps for Florida State University, as we uh, will be $30 million per school per year behind in our gap in conference distribution. We, of course, are not uh, satisfied with our current situation. Uh, we love the ACC. Uh, FSU helps to drive value uh, and will drive value for any uh, partner. We have spent a year trying to understand how we might fix the issue. We're going to be talking about this throughout the, the, the day. That right there, complaining about the ACC revenue is to me missing the the forest for the trees a bit because let's say and i do think that the sec and the big 10 would be interested in florida state if they were just free agents truly on the open market with no exit fee i think florida state has value yeah and brand and all those sorts of things if you go to the sec you'll get your share of their media rights whatever that ends up being you're still not gonna be the richest right Mm -mm. texas is still gonna have more donors Alabama's still going to have more uh, uh, success-driven revenue, right? Georgia's still going to have more success-driven revenue. There's still going to be Texas A&M is still going to have all the uh, state of Texas boosters. You're still not going to be the richest team. You'll be richer than you are now, but you'll be in a neighborhood where you're the the cheapest house on the block. In the ACC, you are the mansion on the cul-de-sac at the end of the block with all the land and everybody else's house is is cheaper than yours and you're still not winning. So you want to go into a richer zip code with richer neighbors and then you're going to start winning? You can't win when you're the big chip stack at the table. Not often enough. But yeah, complain about the money. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. We're here with Coach Pete, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Coach, let's hear about your power plan. Well, Coach Pete's power plan, 22 steps to get you on the right direction for retirement. Also, make sure you have a successful, income-filled retirement. Tim, the next 10 people are going to give that away. No cost or obligation. For the power plan, call 800-691-3215. You can also go ahead and text Tim to 600-700. The phone number, 800-691-3215, or text Tim to 600-700. We have football tonight, by the way. Kind of. Like well, actual teams? They're actual teams. I don't know if the actual players on those actual teams will be playing much. That's fair. I don't know. We'll call it 30% of an NFL football preseason game. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. The Hall of Fame game. Uh, Jets and Browns facing off in the Hall of Fame game. Uh, but also, the Carolina Panthers got as close as they will get to a game without being a preseason game last night. Uh, and they are – I kind of like the the idea of Frank Reich being George Jetson in this situation. He's looking towards the future, trying to put together the the gadgets and, and everything that we don't even know we're going to need yet. Like those new glasses or goggles that are coming out from from Apple where – or you be able to look left and right and like see the 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 action of a football game. They're going full modern basketball with it, right? The, the, this upcoming year, this is this is what's happening with the Carolina football team. Uh, it's the same thing that's happening to the All NBA teams, right? Because this this past year, the All NBA teams, you needed two uh, a center, a couple at least one forward, whatever it is. They had positional guidelines. Next year, it's just the five best players, right? It's positionless basketball. Carolina is leaning that way. LaVisca Chenault is being used as a Debo Samuel-type player. That's what everybody keeps saying. We had Chris Lee, uh, WRAL-TV, and 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 uh, he's been at Panthers uh, training camp, and he'll be at joint practices next week. We'll be talking with him. Wednesday. When uh, when they're going up against the Jets, who play tonight. And, and he used Debo samuel type position like that exact language when describing LaVisca Chenault Debo Samuel do you know what that is that is what you have to do when a player is playing a position without a name you just start nicknaming it yeah you see it occasionally in college football you'll have like you know oh we have our our Sam our Will which is strong and weak side backer we have our middle backers and then we have our Joker or our Rover or our Star or our like if you're the uh um Georgia, you might call them like the dogs, right? Yeah. If you're if you're NC State, you might call them like the alpha, since they're all about their alpha wolves, uh, right? The, the, but in in the NFL, it's very rare to have that the nickname position because there isn't one. Lavisca Chenault's being the Debo Samuel type. On the other side, Jeremy Chin, mm-hmm. uh, who you heard the highlight of coming coming out of break, Jeremy Chin was asked, and and it's. It's funny because I'm so used to watching NFL players not want to answer a question, so they just meander around it, right? Where you ask, uh, you know, do you have confidence in in your quarterback? And some superstar diva wide receiver has to go, well, that me and that quarterback, we've been friends for a long time. You know, we go way back. I I knew him in high school, and, and we've had some big games together. And you're like, you're not answering the question. You're just dancing around it. Jeremy Chin was asked, to define his role, he was asked, what position do you play? He was asked, what do you say when fans ask you what position do you play? He was asked like four or five different times in the same press conference to describe his position. Now, describe what it is you do here. For, <laughs> what it is? What would you say you do here? But the, the funny part is for 75 years of football, everybody has a two-second answer to that question. What do I do? I play end. What do I do? I play tackle. I'm the quarterback, right? I play I play safety. And then the the, the other at the press conference, he was like, "Well, I play nickel, dime. I mean, if someone asks, I say safety, but really I'm closer I'm closer to the the line of scrimmage than that, so it's not really a safety and and we we have the sound. So let's go ahead and uh, hear from Jeremy Chin. Describe it or define it. Um, if someone says what position you're in, 
mean, when when someone asks, like if I'm out somewhere and somebody asks me, I just I just tell them I play safety. It's a lot simpler that way. <laughs> and and that was one of like four answers he had to give. He named nickel. He named dime. He named safety. He said it's hard to define. Said he's going to be moving around and using his versatility. He said he would be closer to the line than he has played in the past. And then he wrapped all of that up by saying that the explanation he gave didn't do his role justice. And it's actually more versatile than that. Positionless football. Yeah. He doesn't have a position. He has things to do on each play, but he doesn't have a position. The LaVisca Chenault is a wide receiver, a running back, an A-back, a, a slot receiver, a, a little bit of everything. They don't have positions, and it's because Debo Samuel worked, first of all, mm-hmm. and the Panthers are taking it to the next level, saying, all right, if, if the future of football is Debo Samuel-like positions, let's go ahead and get ourselves one, LaVisca Chenault. Let's, let's train him in that way. And then other teams are going to be doing this shortly, so let's go ahead and get somebody who can match up with them, right? Who can, uh, when Debo lines up in the backfield, Jeremy Chin will come be an extra backer. When Debo lines up out wide, he can kick back to a safety, move out a, a corner, and now you have more pass coverage. When Debo Samuel starts out wide, motions into the backfield, Jeremy Chin, you don't have to change the, you don't have to call timeout, get a sub in. He just moves with them. It's the it's the the future, and then it's the counter to the future, and and. That's what the new staff with Carolina is looking at. And the the most difficult part about it, or the most interesting part about it, is now the coaching staff has to do their part, which is blaze a gosh darn trail. Yeah. Because the, the NFL is a copycat league. It's a saying that everybody says and everybody agrees on. Right? If there's a great trick play on Monday night football, by Thursday night, the teams on Thursday night football already have it installed. It is a copycat league. All right, you you if UCLA runs a great trick play on Pac-12 after dark, if that's still a thing, by the next week, all the NFL teams have it. Right, they're just copying everyone. When you have a player like Lavisca Chenault playing the Debo Samuel type role, and you couldn't see it, but I did air quotes. Yes, there's only one team you can copy off of. It's Kyle Shanahan and and the original Debo Samuel. Everything else you have to come up at, out of your own brain. You can't be a copycat. You have to be an inventor. Right, you have to go make up your own stuff which is way different. There's a lot of people out there that can sing covers pretty well. Not many people out there that can write their own hits and perform them. Yeah. That's what that's what Frank Reich and the new coaching staff are all trying to do. And LaVisca Chenault's in the middle of it, and Jeremy Chin is in the middle of it trying to stop it. What position do you play? Football player. That's my position. <laughs> Football know, player. The, the intro's at the bottom of, like, Sunday Night Football or yes. whatever. Where, they, where most people just say, you know, I went to the – University of, of I would say, Delaware. And then every once in a while, it's like, ball so hard university. Yeah. School of hard knocks. Swag you. Swag you. And then same thing. It's like, what position do you play? Quarterback. What position do you play? Wide receiver. What position do you play? Offensive weapon. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, way to go. Way to go, LaVisca. Back, yeah, back to the back of the line. Yeah, and okay, then who's good, up next? Good job. Okay. Who's up next? Yeah, you don't get another take. Sorry. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's JimAllen.com. 
the Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate.